0: You are listening to selfdiscoverymedia.com, where illumination and inspiration is about a click away. We have so many genre topics for you on everything that you need to know in life. We celebrate and share the people who have taken the journey before you and who are now here to serve you with their wisdom and their knowledge. The next show coming up is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. Have a gratitude day. Well, what does that mean? It's how to strengthen your gratitude muscle. And this is my guest today, Maya Rubin. Did we know that gratitude actually had a muscle? That it was something that we actually have to nurture and pay attention to? Did we know that we can go from grumpy to grateful? It's all in that muscle. It's all making it stronger. It's how to exercise it. It's quite simple if you get into the gratitude practice. And she is a gratitude coach. She has a wonderful program coming up that is going to be teaching people how to kick off 2020 in gratitude and to learn the simple techniques of how to create a life you love and to be shared by and turn your oh no's into oh yeses. So we've got a lot to learn here today and you think, well it's okay I'm in mean, gratitude you know what do I need this for?" I uh-huh, put it to practice It's so easy to kind of buy into all that is going wrong in the world and sometimes we get so caught up in the CNN effect that pimple they make into volcanic eruption that we just don't know how to be grateful for the things that we do have, the possibilities that are before us and how we really can embrace them. And we really do need to nature it. And don't we love? Yes, we do. (laughs) It's like any muscle, right? Any muscle in our body, if you want it to to be active, you've got to nurture it.
1: You know, it's so funny because I could tell you, I could show you YouTube videos. I could do everything to tell you how to get in shape. But if I don't actually pick up the weights or go to the Mm -hmm. gym, nothing happens. And it's the same thing with gratitude. I can give you all the steps and tell you, the simplicity of it. However, if you don't put the practices in place, you're still in the same place you were yesterday. So, yes, as
0: I, as I say, you know, not the activism of, of thinking about it, but the actionism of actually doing it, right? Uh, that applies to absolutely everything in life. If you don't do it, I love, you know, Nike's thing, just do it. And, you know, we sometimes forget about that, isn't it? It's like well, you want to change something, just do it. Yep. But gratitude muscle. Let's talk about that because it is quite intriguing. Um, A muscle that we need to feed. Now, what we feed will grow. So if we're feeding hate, hysteria, pain, despondency, you know, lack of enthusiasm, that's because that's what we're watering. But people don't always know how to water things like kindness, caring, loving, giving, or gratitude, do they? Absolutely
1: not. I think that, you know, I think the idea though is there's a couple of things that come up when you ask that question. First of all, nobody wakes up and says, I want to be more grateful today. Mm -hmm. However, we do wake up and say, I want to feel happy today and joyful and excited. And I want to have great relationships and I want to be productive. So those are the things that we do say we want. We don't say we want, we want to be grateful. However, the byproducts of tapping into gratitude are better relationships and feeling happy and joyful and, and getting excited about life and, when you're not excited about that life, being able to tap back into that space. So I think that's the power of gratitude. Yeah. And then I think the other thing is, is that we've we've heard so much, you know, attitude of gratitude and that, you know, and, and for me, that's not a saying you'll ever hear me, you'll never hear me use the phrase, just have an attitude of gratitude. Because I think what happens is, it implies that we wake up and, you know, the glitter falls from the sky and the <laughs> unicorns are surrounding and big, beautiful rainbows with pots of gold, which is a lovely, beautiful thought. But that's not the reality of life. The reality yeah. of life is that we need to, we, we get to, we choose what we want and then we have to figure out a way to get there. And with the attitude of gratitude, I think it leaves a lot of people in a space where they, they really get this feeling that it doesn't work because it doesn't. It, it doesn't work that's the reality. I mean, having
0: a good attitude is a good place to start,
1: but it's Absolutely. not where you
0: stop, right? You've got to have a good attitude towards life to actually understand how you do nurture gratitude, right? It's not just, oh, I've got a good attitude, so therefore there's, there's the gratitude. It's what are you grateful for? You know, and I used to, in my coaching, have people do columns. Everything that was wrong in their life, everything they felt despondent about, now everything that you do have. And all the possibilities and opportunities that are before you, weigh them up, right? And that's, I'm so grateful for those opportunities. But we, that's not an attitude, right? Is it? That is, no, those, are,
1: those are actions. Those are, exactly. And, I'm, and I understand the idea of a positive attitude and I agree with that. Hmm. And I agree that it's a, it's a choice. Yes. But I think with, when we talk about the attitude of gratitude, it's almost like poof, it's going to happen and you don't have to do the work. And but I like manifesting
0: it. too, right? All I need to do right. is just manifest the Kumbaya and it's going to land right. in my lap. Mm-hmm.
1: Ha- I don't have to make a phone call. Right. I don't have to get out of my house. <laughs> I don't have to, to talk to people, yep. right? And, and yeah, the
0: fairies are just going to come and drop it in our lap.
1: <laughs> I would love that. Of course I would. Wouldn't we that. all? Not, right. But that's not my reality. Right. Exactly. Nor right anybody now. else's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think gratitude is is something that people almost angrily say it well be grateful for what you've got you know and that's not the right attitude (laughs) looking at gratitude because if we if we change the tone around and go you know what i am grateful for what i've got i'm grateful i'm in a free world where i can make a choice you know i i as a woman can make choices for myself or i can go to work without you know, um, itinerary, I can drive without worrying about my head being chopped off. And, you know, there's so much for us to be grateful for. But why is it that we're constantly looking at what we don't
1: have instead of what we do have? That's a very good question. I think part of what research is showing also is that with our access to all the news Mm -hmm. and social media, and as much as we love social media, and I am a social media junkie, which I'm working on <laughs> <laughs> But as much as we love social media, what happens is that we have this, this ability to compare ourselves with not only our friends and our community, but we have our, our this ability to compare ourselves with, with the world, with celebrities. I can go on to any social media station or any click on anybody's profile. And if it's an open profile, I have the ability to find out anything I want to know about them. And for the most part, Those people are only posting the most delicious, wonderful, happy, joyful moments of their life. When they get a new pocketbook or a new car or the pictures of them looking, you know, so beautiful and skinny, they're not showing the pictures where, you know, they had a pimple on their face and, you know, they're, they're walking out with their hair looking crazy. So I think that that's one of the things that's, that's really causing this comparison Mm -hmm. community or comparison society is, is we look at these things and we're like, oh. My life is not like that. I don't roll out of bed, you know, with my makeup on and my hair looking perfect. Why is that not me?
0: Right. And the illusion, right? Yeah, absolutely. leads to delusionment. Um, You know, like Gwyneth Paltrow had a party for all of her celebrity girlfriends, a lot of them, I think about 20. But the deal was no makeup. It was a no makeup party. Everybody just come with your beautiful raw face, wrinkles and bags and whatever at all. We look at the Oscars. We look at all the the magazines and we see people looking absolutely perfect. But we don't realize how much alteration has gone on, how much putty is there, you know? And that's the illusion. That's the glamour. You know, Why? wouldn't we all like to look like that? But when it comes down to the reality, we don't. And it's to learn. To embrace what you do have and who you really are. Be grateful for the gifts that you have within
1: yourself. Stop comparing all the time. It was a very powerful experience for me. I had the I had the opportunity to go to LA and I met a lot of celebrities and to hear their stories, you know, because I I will be the first one to say. Sometimes I look and I'm like, oh, life is so easy for them. And and I remember listening to a couple of people and and Wilson Cruz said, you know gratitude is what got him into a space where he was able to shift his whole way of being because he was sad and depressed and you know he he was struggling and then all of a sudden you know he started to put these practices in place and things started to shift for him so it it was it was very Mm eye-opening and very enlightening for me to be able to have that experience where i got to see firsthand that. They're normal people, just like I am. They wake up every day, they put one foot on the ground, they put the other foot on the ground, and they go, and they have to continuously go. The difference is, and this is what I think we forget on the social media part, is their life is always in the media. So the only thing we usually see is the positive, happy, wonderful stuff.
0: We're seeing a great deal more now. I mean, like Justin Bieber, you know, has got this documentary out right now where he emits, you know, the drug addiction, the, the, this and that, just the, the overload, you know, of a young kid reaching such fame and um, really, I mean, how many of them have actually crashed and burned since then? Right. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we, again, we're the ones that glamorize it. We're the ones that put them on this pedestal, but God forbid, they should go and make a mistake or take a wrong turn. Now we're slicing that pedestal down and chopping it down like a lumberman and then we like to ridicule and judge and everything else well you put them up there and that expectation was that they could stay up there in your illusionment of what they should be instead of who they really are and loving them for who they really are so many celebrities are now coming forth with depression problems or addiction problems, so right. that and good for them because they're showing themselves as being real okay, folks we're back, but she just had an interrupt us there. So we, you know, that again is real life. You know, we want to set this perfect stage and have no background noise and the lighting is great and this and that. And then somebody comes walking into the room, forgetting you're doing the recording. It's life, you know, and it's like, let's not get so uptight about it. Right?
1: No, I mean, the truth is, is, and I don't mind sharing it, that I'm here at my 87 year old stepdad. He'll be 87 this year. Thank God. And when my, my mom and he and my mom got divorced, the joke is that I got him in a divorce. Like so he is <laughs> I adore this man. So but at this point he's starting to mm-hmm. he's he's not as sharp as he used to be. And I told him, Please, you know, I'm recording today. <laughs> he's in the kitchen. And
0: yeah. And, and, you know, I I live with an 86 year old and it took her a while for her to realize door closed, I'm interviewing. But you know, the other thing is the gratitude of the journey they've taken. And the joy that they give us because what I don't know about you, but what I find is when they reach that age, there's so much that they enjoy simplicity. And it reminds us that the simple things can be something to be celebrated.
1: I will tell you that there's also a lot for me as much as I love being with him. There's there, it brings me sadness because I I know that one day Mm -hmm. that's not going to happen. He's not going to be here. And, and I don't see him as sharp as he used to be. And, and there is, you know, and that's another thing. I think when we talk about gravity, we also get to talk about the other side is I am so grateful that this man has been in my life since I was 13 and Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that I got him in a divorce and (laughs) I'm grateful that, you know, that I have the time because he had to go to the doctors today that I'm not at my house because I'm at his house and we had to make this work and that I was able to take him to the doctor and make sure that he's taking his medicine and, and that I have the ability, like when I get off the call to go get him protein shakes and make sure he, you know, yeah. so it, it's, there's so much love and joy. And mm. there's also that, that piece of sadness because I'm like, one day I'm gonna, Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you know, you, you kind of become more aware that you're on borrowed time, you know. And, and so you, I think this is where you become more grateful for the time you have together. Whereas when people are younger, you know, uh, people become more complacent. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll give them a call next week or I'll go and see them next week. And all of a sudden that next week you get the phone call and they're not there anymore. And, you know, I think it's a reminder that, again, gratitude is that a- action. And if you're grateful for someone in your life, make sure they know it. Make sure you're yes. there for them.
1: And I'm learning patience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning patience. We have to remember they had to be patient with us when we were young. <laughs> Sometimes I look back and I'm like, why did he want me after the divorce? <laughs> <laughs> I was not always the best teenager, like seriously. so But, you know, then there's that undeniable
0: love that has no explanation and that you're just grateful for that love. And, you know, I think that's also something of gratitude that you don't need to explain when you step into that love and, you know, love of somebody, love of something in your life. And you're so grateful for it. If There's no explanation. Love is enough.
1: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And don't we all want to get there to that
1: love zone? We do. And, and you know, I think what's so interesting is is also some of the research. What happens is what when we're in a relationship with somebody and we have these people that we adore and we come home after having a, a a bad day at work or we're frustrated who's the first person we take it out on the people that we love the most yes and and there's a it's called the magic relationship ratio and dr uh dr john Godham says um godwin i think his name is he says something to the effect of listen every time and he's talking about romantic relationships but i believe that it can be for any relationship mm-hmm. that When you say something, every negative thing you say to somebody, so if I come home and I dump on everybody, I need to come back with five positive things to kind of bring that relationship back to status quo. And I think that's something really powerful because sometimes the people we love the most are the ones that we take the most advantage of. or The ones that we expect are going to be here forever. And they're the ones that we're like, we vomit everything on whereas we need to find a way to say, listen, I need 10 minutes to, to kind of vomit. And then after that door closed and all we're going to do is talk about love and, and, right. and not, not do it in a way that's, it's where we're brushing everything under the table, but giving ourselves that time to release the day so that we can create something at home. That's not a carryover, right?
0: And you know, there's some people who can ride their bikes home or jog home or do this or that, or maybe they're on the train for an hour and they can download, they can listen to something, or they can, you know, yell in the car, you know, whatever the case <laughs> is. And sometimes you just can't, you know. And I think honesty and, and where love really comes uh, into play with a relationship, whatever the relationship a spouse, kids, people you're sharing a house with, folks, I've had a dreadful day, I'm still angry. Well, is anybody willing to hear it so I can get it off my chest and then be able to speak about it, you know, listen to some feedback and go, all right, we've spoken it out now. Let's get on with the night, you know, but we can't deny it. We can't deny it because that person's coming home with that. I and mean, if you told them now, no, you can't bring that through the door. Now you've got to come in all happy and joyful. That's just going to sit and
1: ferment and ferment and one day explode. I absolutely agree with you and I think that that's one of the things that when I have this gratitude conversation that sets me apart from other people is that I really believe that gratitude is like CPR mm-hmm. and and we're, we're allowed to feel angry and sad and frustrated. In fact, we're human beings, we're supposed yes. to feel that way. And I remember hearing you know, Dr. Ben Shahar, he had, he had asked an interviewer, he says, there are two types of people in the world that never experience negative emotions. Do you know who they are? The woman thought
0: about it for a minute, so I'll ask you. Do you know who they are? You mean the type of people? I would think probably psychopaths. <laughs> you got it. That's yeah. one. <laughs> um, and, um, and not schizophrenics, because they definitely feel emotion. Um, serial killers, which are generally psychopaths. Um, and narcissists, you know, in a, to a point. So they feel emotion about themselves because they think everything is about themselves. So psychopath and
1: who else? Dead people. (laughs) Yes. yes. So he said to her, he says, listen, if you ever experience anger, sadness, frustration, he says, celebrate because you're not dead and you're not a psychopath.
0: Right. Right. (laughs) Good point.
1: Right? Yes. So I think that when we realize that you know, especially when people are, oh my God, my life is so challenging, everything is challenging. To ask them for a second, and this is a little off topic of coming home and jumping on people, but ask them to take a look at their life right now and say, listen, is it every aspect of your life? Right. Or is it just this area? You know, in the area of relationships, it's really hard. Yes. In the area of my job, I don't like my job. Or is it every single area of your life? And usually, most people will say, you know it's this one or it's right. this three or maybe it's this four and i think that's the power that if we learn to compartmentalize we're still able to take time to pause and reflect and find those good juicy delicious moments that make us smile and they and you- make us smile without thinking about them
0: right it's an automatic thing it comes from the heart and the soul you know and i always say, I always say we need our emotions are there for a reason i'm happy i'm sad i'm glad i'm this and that it's a reaction to something going on pay attention to it look at it what can you do about it step into your emotions but don't become emotional about them right deal with it and then move on to another emotion the moment we got become emotional about something we're stuck in that emotion and we cannot see you know the woods for the trees and we don't know how to get out of it because we're so immersed into it. So those emotions are absolutely great because they're exactly what makes us a human being. But be mindful not to keep nurturing the negative emotion and to look at it as a as a a, a lesson, an indication that something's wrong. Now, what can you do about it? Where's the actionism? Just step out of it.
1: Absolutely. Because our thoughts create our realities. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I absolutely believe that. You know, it's like I stub my toe in the morning and then, I get to choose. Does that mean that my day is going to be horrible and mm-hmm. it's the worst day of my life or it only can get better from here? Right, know? yes. Yes,
0: they're <laughs> getting amazing. out of the wrong side of the bed, right? Right, <laughs> we have
1: to sometimes remind ourselves. So,
0: I, I think this is where the gratitude comes in is like, you know, You've had a bad day or maybe the barista is or, you know, the, the cab driver or, you know, anybody else. And it's this is where I think the kindness with gratitude could step in is recognizing someone's having a bad day. You're having a bad day, love. You know, um, you know what? I'm wishing that it will only get better from now. And the thing is, you've paid attention to someone. You've recognized they're having a hard time. You've given them a positive thought. You've now shifted them right? They have a choice to stay disgruntled or, you know what, you know, that really made me feel good. It made me feel noticed. So now I can step outside of that and they can start being grateful now instead of stuck in whatever discontent they're in.
1: I always, always say something. When I see like a, a waitress who's like, or somebody, I always say something. Are you having a, how's your day going? You okay? Mm You know, you look like, yeah, you could use a little bit of a break. And it, it's funny, like you said, it's just that acknowledgement. Yeah. People feel heard and they feel noticed and immediately they shift. Yes, Immediately they're able to, and not every single person, I mean, but for the majority of people, when they feel like they're heard and they're noticed, they feel good and they, yeah. they, it changes their behavior.
0: Yes. You know, and the thing is, if we're going to, again, you know, the sore, I've, I've burnt myself and I'm going to keep worrying it where it's not going to heal. You know, so it's like, um, I think I'm doing an awful lot of shows on loneliness. And I think one of the worst things is loneliness in a crowd. When no one sees you, no one hears you and you feel that you just don't count. And sometimes that is just a disconnect of vibration or frequency. You know, you're all riding on a different frequency. But for one person to turn around and basically say, I see you, I hear you, you know, is to say, I do belong because what is loneliness, but a sense of not belonging.
1: Yeah, I I listen to a lot of Marissa Peer and um, a couple of the things that she talks about, she talks about there are a couple of reasons that most people feel like they're not connected and one is the feeling of not enough. The other one is the feeling of not belonging or not Mm -hmm. connecting. And whenever I'm in one of those situations, I I really get to ask myself questions, you know, what is it, am I, what am I doing to make myself feel that way or why am I feeling this way? And um, it's always very interesting to see kind of where that comes from and then tap into a way to either connect or at least, and I don't want to keep overusing the word gratitude, but but it gives me an opening to look at a situation that's not very comfortable for me or not very pretty. Mm -hmm. And what I know is that as I look into that and as I pay attention to that, I'm peeling off another layer. It doesn't mean it's going to go away forever. It means this layer might be gone for right now. Yeah, And there is a huge, it's very interesting how many people are reporting feeling lonely in a crowd. And with the yes. fact that we are so interconnected, again, with the social media, yeah. we have at our fingertips, pe- we can be in touch with people, yet people are still by themselves.
0: Yeah. And probably lonelier than ever before in many ways, you know, because yes. people have become so disconnected. They kind of lost the the gift of connection and interaction. And, you know, I think a lot of time then now you get the blame of social media or you get the blame on the internet, you get the blame on the phones, but again, we've got to look at all these things. as also a gift because without a doubt we are doing this interview you know in two different countries through this wonderful medium called zoom and we've never we, met
1: before And we've never life. met before <laughs> we met through
0: linkedin or social media and we're going to share all these shows across the social media to ignite that joy and that and that gratitude and other people when we choose to look at things of how Possible and how beneficial they are to us now. We're grateful for what they are But there's always a negative to something again. It goes back to what you feed We know that you know the world wide web the dark web is absolutely sinful Uh, And what goes on there is absolutely We don't even want to to know about but we need to because we don't change it unless we do but again It's being aware of something and feeding it is two different things So if I come across something that's really negative, you know, like uh, child abduction, sexual abuse, you know, the Me Too movement or all of that, I'm going to speak out about it. I'm going to support the solutions to it. I'm going to invite people to come together because I'm grateful for the fact I have a platform where we can invite and ignite each other into actionism.
1: I agree. I I absolutely agree. I um and I and I love the internet for the fact, you know, that it connects people and we get to hear things and learn things and see things that we wouldn't have we we may not have ever experienced. Or we would get not real time, we would get it after the fact weeks and months later. And I love that it's it's right now, you know, and I have friends in Europe and I can call them and see them and they could take me to a festival that they're at and I find that, that that's really beautiful. You know, you reminded me of a time I was in Thailand and um, I've traveled a lot and I've traveled a lot by myself and I'm in Thailand and I'm sitting in a cafe in Bangkok and I'm watching these people together and they're chit chatting and and I'm feeling kind of not alone. I'm feeling a little bit of like alone and I'm like, I wish I had someone to talk to. And I remember having the thought in my head saying, well, you're on vacation alone. If you want to talk to somebody, you Mm -hmm. need to strike up a conversation with somebody. (laughs) And I don't. something you just said just triggered it. So I was sitting next to this, there was a girl at the table next to me and we sat, she was sitting there by herself and we started chit chatting and we ended up having a lovely time. We had great conversation. We ended up going dancing together and making more friends and it was, it was really spectacular. So it, it's sometimes about being aware of the situation or being aware of, of how I can do something about it. And, and you know, it, and,
0: and not taking it personally if somebody doesn't respond, you know, um, I'm I'm always one of these people. Like my daughter, you, she, she travels the world, you know, on her own, and she kind of pollinates joy wherever she goes, and people remember her. But I, you know, it, there was somebody put a posting up about, you know, would you go out to and dine out alone. I've done that always forever. Am I waiting for someone to take me out? I can go take myself out. And, you know, it's a lot of people look at, ooh, is she a cougar? Or is she looking to hook up? Or is she looking for that, you know? (laughs)
1: And then what's wrong with that?
0: (coughs) And the thing is, is that's your perspective. However, if you strike up a conversation with me, then you'll know really what's going on. But I'm always talking to people, either side of me or whatever. And some respond, some don't. But it's wonderful when we do, because what a wonderful way to get to meet people. And you never know. It just might be a moment where it might be something that strikes up a
1: long-term friendship. Who knows? You never know. I've gone dancing by myself. I've traveled by myself. I've gone to the movies by myself. I've gone to a concert by myself. That was a little weird, the concert by myself. It was it was weird and it was cool at the same time. But um i i've found that i have there, there's times that if i want to do something and nobody wants to do it i have to choose right do i say no yes. or do i do it alone so
0: right and and doing it alone <coughs> is just an invitation for so to meet somebody along the way and if you don't if it just ends up being a solo experience you could still be grateful for how it made you feel yeah it's not always about the hookup <laughs> <laughs> I think, don't you find that a lot of people don't step into gratitude because they're under this assumption that, you know, um, societal expectation, they should be, they must be, they can't be happy unless they're this or that. And they're never grateful for who they are or what they are or the beauty of themselves because of it. They're denying
1: themselves. I think that is a huge part of it. And I also think that people they don't have the skill or they don't know how to tap into it. Mm. I think that, you know, we believe or many people believe that, that money brings happiness and money Mm. brings joy and money and, and they're partially right. But then the research also shows that after 75,000 to 80,000 us dollars, anything above that people's level of happiness does not increase as their income increases. So Mm -hmm. there is a little bit of truth to that, because if you have that kind of money, then you're not, worrying about getting bills paid. And that part I understand. However, I think what, what we sometimes miss out on is even in the, and this is, this is one of the things that I find is my superpower is that even in the middle of the mess, finding and being able to tap into those moments that bring us joy. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is the part that, you know, that I've been very skilled at getting people to see and, and giving them the tools that, even if life is crazy, you can still tap into that gratitude. And, and it's just about sometimes it's a moment and it doesn't have to be this. And I think this is also what happens is that people think it has to be this grandiose thing that happens like the birth of a child or, (laughs) or I bought a new house or I got a raise at work. And it's not always those things. It's sometimes I will you know, yesterday I live in South Florida. And it was dark and cloudy and crazy outside and the energy, I was like, all day. I ran to Starbucks, I call that my office because I work from home. So I ran to Starbucks and I'm sitting there and it was raining, so I couldn't sit at my normal table. And when I look over, one of my girlfriends is there with her new accountant and they're kind of in a private conversation. And I could see the sky and I could see that all of a sudden I was waiting for that moment because I could feel it was shifting. And I look up. And my friend is talking to her friend. And all of a sudden, I I look at both of them. I'm like, look up. And I get this beautiful picture of the two of them looking up with this amazement on their face. And there's a glorious rainbow above. Mm. And I think it's sometimes learning how to focus and notice. Mm -hmm. And that's where the the whole training of that gratitude muscle comes in. Because when we train our brain to look for those lovely, juicy Mm. little moments, and one little moment after another is what really starts to create that. That idea that life is okay, life is pretty good. Life, life can be great right now. Yeah, Tell me like we enjoy,
0: you know, right? You know,
1: <clears throat> it's like the idea. Of, you know, <throat> would you rather have a penny a day that doubles for thirty days, or would you ha- rather have a dollar a day for for the next five years? Mm-hmm. And the penny a day ends up becoming millions of dollars, right. whereas the dollars, you know, a couple a couple thousand. And 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 if we tap into gratitude the same way, like what are my gratitude wins today mm-hmm. and start to collect them like little pieces.
0: I mean, you, know? you can do that in the morning when you can get up and go, okay, still got an arm, still got a head, <laughs> you know, the legs are attached, oh, the belly's still here. <laughs> 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 and you go, this is all mine. <laughs> Nothing fell off in the night. you know. And even if you had a bad night, you know, okay, all right, I had a bad night you know, I've still got to get through the day before I can go back to sleep. So in what attitude am I going to do this? And am I going to choose Positive Living, in the name of the show? Um, nothing wrong with having a sad day. You know, those are okay. They're just sometimes those down days. And, but at the same time, even going, you know, I'm grateful that I had a sad day and I just had a day to myself. Don't look at it as, oh, no. Now, I get days where I come to this computer and I've got a whole load of itty-bitty stuff to do. And I end up doing something totally different.
1: <laughs> I understand that. right? You know, and
0: you're just not in the right frame of mind to do it. Right. And I'm grateful for where it took me because you allow, you allow yourself to be taken down a different path.
1: It's interesting that you talk about waking up and saying, you know, my arms. I, that, that does not do it for me. Like waking up and saying I have two arms, I ha- that does not get me into that space of gratitude. I need, I what I do is I start to, I think it happens automatically now for me is that I'm able to tap into those moments. And sometimes I need to get up and I need to meditate right away, or I need to get up and move my body so that I'm able to create that space. Mm -hmm. But waking up for me and saying, I'm I'm grateful I'm alive. That's not my energy. And I'm, and I know that about myself. And I know that there are people who can wake up and say that, you know, so one of the things that I have started to do is wake up and say, today is going to be a great day or today is going to be a magical day or Today is a great day to have a great day. So I start the intention yeah. so that I'm able to start to see things as, as magic.
0: You're sitting uh, on the dial, you know, the vibe that you want to work in that day. You know, you may have woken up to static or the volume is down. And you go, you know, I'm turning that volume and I'm turning into this channel today. And that's the channel I want to, to work on. And, you know, sometimes the dial might keep slipping and you keep going, adjusting it, you know, (laughs) that was me
1: yesterday. And like I had shared with you earlier, you know, that was, that was me yesterday. And I, and the power is, is like, what are the tools you have in that toolbox? Do you have the tools in there? Or, and if you don't have the tools, then it's really easy to slip back down into that space of that, that abyss. But what are the tools that you have to pull you back out and still find the magic in the day? And yesterday I was pulling my tools out all day long and and, and it's funny because when I first started this whole gratitude movement and started getting into this whole thing, there were days that I felt like a fraud or I felt really guilty or I felt bad about myself that I was feeling sad or mm-hmm. frustrated or really pissed at things. And I was like, how can you call yourself a gratitude gangster? And at the same time, be upset and frustrated and angry. And then finally I got to a point where I was like, it's okay. Yes. And um, one of my favorite quotes ever is by Dr. Robert Emmons, and he says, gratitude is an effortful state to create and maintain. Mm -hmm. It is not for the intellectually lethargic. Ah. And when I, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. When I heard that the first time, I was like, okay, I got it. It's okay. It's not easy to always be grateful. And you got to do the work and you've got to sometimes force yourself to look for those moments, those mini moments throughout the day.
0: So let's look at this course that you've got going on. The I'm kickoff. so excited. Yeah, 2020 Gratitude, which is, is active. Now people can sign up for it. It's a five week uh, class in which you will uh, teach people to simply um, you know, um, be inspired, uh, to turn off the oh no's and turn on the oh yes's and recognize and receive gifts that show up every day uncover and rediscover gifts you already have and learn how to keep going when the going gets tough and find the magic in these moments and, you know, and more. So let's, let's look at what you're, you're doing. The first week is gratitude myths debunked. So just tell us a little bit about this course and you know, the fact that we even have to, you know, Ignite that muscle and step into something that it becomes as as that beautiful statement is really automatic that it becomes a presence of us And not something we have to try and do that. It's always
1: there So it's a five-week course super excited <coughs> about this it's um, actually the first one I'm doing and I've been People have been asking me for the past year and a half. Please put a course together and I was like no, you know I was a teacher for 20 years. I'm done. I'm done <laughs> but I've been called to do it, so I'm doing it. And I'm very excited about it. The first week, like you said, is the is gratitude myths debunked. And the idea is, we, we've debunked one of them already, is that it's always easy to be grateful. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we start to understand some of the, or, or debunk some of the myths that we think about gratitude or some of the, the theories that we think are true about gratitude, I think that what starts to happen is we open up the space where we can really start to tap into that, That the power of uh, and the magic, really the magic. And once we understand that, it's not always easy to be grateful. Like I just shared with you before, what happened for me is that I gave myself permission, (coughs) rather than beat myself up about feeling angry or sad or frustrated. And I gave myself permission to feel those things and still be able to tap in to the delicious feeling of wow. You know, I get it's like a it's like I feel like a five year old child. I get the innocence of a five, the excitement of a five year old child is how I can explain that feeling of when I up, there's a moment of gratitude. And when we debunk those myths, we're able to tap into that energy. So that was what, that's week one. Week two is really about looking at the words that we use Mm -hmm. and how the words we use, the thoughts we have become the words that we use, which end up becoming how our habits. And I think that, you know, we hear this all the time, but really breaking them down into bite-sized pieces, like. And, you know, as an educator, I really believe that I can give you theory all day long, but if I don't give you action steps to take, it's like anything else. You know, you could go listen to a YouTube video.
0: In and out, right? Exactly. It's, it's you know, as I said, the activism versus actionism. You know, we want you in actionism. It's something you can tangibly do.
1: Yes. and And that's, I think, what's a very powerful part of it. So how do we... How do we shift our words, and how mm. do we, how do we take those situations where we're not feeling so great, acknowledge that, and then take them to a different place? Right. And that's I'm super excited for that week because I, I'm going to say this after every week; they're all my favorite. Mm-hmm. And then the third week is the power of giving and receiving because we're taught. If I say this to you, it's better to give than
0: to receive. receive. Mm-hmm. Most people
1: would say that, and the truth is that. I call BS on that. I call yeah. hogwash because the truth is is that it's wonderful to give, but we also get to look at what are the reasons that we're giving. Yeah. And I think that there's something that we sometimes we, we don't pay attention to why we're giving. And if you're giving out a space of love and joy and gratitude, keep going. But if you're doing it for the other reasons, then we get to take a look at that. Right. And, then, and then the flip side of that is why are we not receiving? Mm -hmm. like somebody will give us a compliment and the first and it happens all the time (laughs) somebody I remember the other day I was at a workshop and I was speaking that day and somebody said to and it was so perfect because one of the women looked at the other woman goes my god that dress is so beautiful it was valentine's day and the woman looks at her and she goes oh my god it was the only dress I had in the closet so I put it on and I was like oh my I remember this statement because I'm going (laughs) to talk about it and really, the most appropriate response is, thank you. I know, yeah, I'm, I'm,
0: vic- I'm, I'm the victim of this one. It took me an awful long time to receive a compliment. And, you know, and part of that is that if I was given a compliment, there was always an agenda to it, or I didn't believe it because it didn't come from the heart. So it took me a long time to receive a compliment um, and, and at the face value. And just say thank you. Or, you know, for me to go this old thing, you know. (laughs) So I'm I'm still working
1: on that one, definitely. I hear you, and there's times that I have to to close my own mouth because like my hair is very wild and curly and fabulous when it's down. And most people (coughs) when they see me, they'll say, Oh my god, you have great hair. And it I love my hair. So I've learned to say, Thank you. I love it too. <laughs> <laughs> even feel, though it may may drive you crazy sometimes, but even that's yeah. okay, right? And not feel like I'm being arrogant, but like really receiving that compliment or receiving whatever it is that somebody gives us. And And when we learn to do that, we're not only receiving a gift, we're also giving a gift. Because if somebody is not there to receive, when you're giving something, you don't have that that beautiful experience yeah. of giving in exchange,
0: isn't it? I, right. Just a quick little story there is um, I used to work in the school. You know, I was one of those mums um, mm-hmm. that was on um, absenteeism or, or, you know, putting on events or raising money. And one time I'm in the corridor, I can't remember what I'm waiting for and this. Always this other very shy mum. always would say hi and good morning to a bit. Hi, you know, very shy back. And one day she's, she's standing next to me and you know how are you today and then and she said did you know that I stand here every morning just to see what you're wearing today (laughs) I you know my clothes were a lot at that time were you know secondhand or cheap or this or that because the budget wasn't there and I had no idea no idea at all (coughs) you know of of Making a difference in someone's life purely by what I'm wearing, so it's you're not a for fashion icons. <laughs> it's not for us to to judge or to expect what people want from us. It's just be ourselves, and we have no idea who we inspire. And if we have inspired someone to do something, uh, or even to give you a compliment, you know that means that the,
1: the, you're doing something right. And it goes back to like that Marissa Pierce stuff <coughs> again, you know, why aren't we accepting it? Is it I'm mm-hmm. not enough or, mm-hmm. and I'm really gonna delve deeply into that because I think that there's a lot of power to understand why we give and why, why we give or why we don't give and why we receive or why we don't receive. So there's a lot of power in that. And I think that once we open that up, we're opening up the energy that it's a game, it's a, it's a yeah. dance.
0: Yeah. And, you know, do you want to tango? Do you want to waltz? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, um, but I think your week two and three very much bleed into each other, don't they? Because very much the receiving and giving is a lot to do with the language that we speak about ourselves. Um, yes. So, you know, I think those two are very much, you probably, um, probably will actually find those may, uh, extend off into something else.
1: Yeah. I think, um, <coughs> I, it's, it's, i'm excited i'm very excited especially for i'm excited for all the weeks like Mm -hmm. you're saying for the week one week two but i think that there's going to be such powerful conversations and so many revelations for people and really that's the whole purpose of this class is to give you the time and it's like i said five weeks to marinate yeah and to explore what you're doing each week and have time to kind of go back and and listen to the videos Mm. and digest it and and then have conversations with other people in the community if you choose to and really use and, and take those lessons and start to practice and implement those steps that we put in place right
0: you know because so your week four is create your own dream team now, and, you know, a lot of people think that is sports you know which no. isn't you know you're you're the the star sports person in your own life or you're you know the star in your own life and we all need somebody around us don't we
1: we absolutely do and 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 Picking those people that either bring you up or bring you down. Who are the people that you want around you? And the people that pick you up. Sometimes you need the people in your life that say to you, Miss Maya, you're complaining way too much today. It's mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. And then shift it with you. So we get to take a look at the people in our life. And we also get to know that we're building this community. You're also going to be part of, of other people that are in this group. So now you have a new family to play yes. with, so to speak, where you get to practice those things. and it's not about never having a bad day, but it's a, it's about not pestering and, and mm. right and definitely how to manage it right. and then and then week five is all about celebration mm. and celebrating our victories, celebrating our gratitude wins. And you know most people don't know how to celebrate themselves. No, gosh,
0: it, it, it's considered vain. You know who do you think you are? You know, and the thing is, yes, celebrate your achievements. Yes, celebrate who you've become. Yes, celebrate that milestone. Yeah, why not? And invite everyone to celebrate it with you,
1: and in turn celebrate everybody else's. Yes, right? yes. So, and and I think that there's also a lot of power in that that I that people don't don't pay attention to. Yeah. So, the purpose of the five week class is to really give people a set of tools, all different ones, so that when they are feeling in that space of, oh my God, you know, why me? What's happening? My life is, is horrible. Today feels like the worst day ever to give them some tools that they can actually pull out of this imaginary toolbox yeah. and fill themselves back up and put themselves back together so that they can go through the day where they don't have to waste an entire day feeling like I wasted a day because I felt crappy, but like to really pull themselves up and, and have what they want. And it's not just the witchy woo -woo kind of thought and it's not, but these are really practical things that people can do to bring themselves to the the next level or to nurture themselves. If feeling sad is what they need to do.
0: You know, I think one of the things that people ask a great deal and I know I have is this, yeah, I, I recognize I need to do this, but I just don't know how. And that's the point, isn't it? I mean, that's the point of view and the work that you're doing is that you've produced this how. And it's a technique that you go through. It will open up your eyes. It's going to wake some stuff up. It's going to have you be mindful. It's going to have you uh, be thoughtful, you know, and those eight positives, to undo one, that one negative. It's going to set you on the right work mode in order to change your whole perspective of your life, your whole patterning, because it's reprogramming. So, you know, a lot of people will say, but I just don't know how there is always a solution. There is always somebody who has a how and you've got a how here for them. It's five weeks. And I know that the cost is very, very inexpensive. You oh, like it's ridiculous. That? Yes. It's it ridiculous.
1: Is. But before I even tell you that, I want to share a story with you if I may. Yeah. So I, I was a high school teacher in Miami and one of the things that I did the first and I, I don't know how school in Canada is, but, or in the other parts of the world, but I taught 14 and 15 year olds for mm-hmm. the most part and the first day of school, I said, you're going to start keeping gratitude charts. Well, if you know teenagers, they know everything. They have a mind of their own. Yes, they, of course. They are the smartest people on the planet. <laughs> and if you're over 30, you're a moron. You know
0: nothing. <laughs> you have,
1: you're an idiot. Yes. So, I said, you know, first day of school, listen, we're going to keep gratitude charts. And the idea is you are going to tell me 20 things at the end of the month that you're grateful for. Miss, you don't know my life. Are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. This is absurd. All right. We're going to make it up. Excellent. Perfect. So our school starts in August. So by November, Thanksgiving time, they said, you know, thank you for making us do this. They would write me little notes. Thank you for making us do this. Okay. A couple of months later, you know, they would share a little bit more in, in detail. And I'll remember that there were times that they would run up to my desk and say, miss, I'm so excited to give you my gratitude chart today. And I'm like, baby, what happened? And, and they would say things like, I realized that I spend so much time with my family and I'm so lucky that I have these people yeah. that I, that I get to hang out with. Now, these were not rich kids. They were, mm-hmm. they were not affluent. They did not come from, you know, some of the, the areas might've been a little shaky, but they started to see their life differently. Yeah. Another one realized, you know what I realized in this? I realized that when I'm in a bad mood or I'm in a bad space, if I do something nice for somebody else, it lifts me up. It pulls me up. Mm-hmm. Another one said to me, you know, I I used to not feel good about myself. I used to have really low self-esteem and and I realized that I matter and that I'm important. So these are the same techniques that I used with my 15-year-olds. And Mm -hmm. then I have expanded on on them for this five-week class. Because the truth is if if a child, if a 15-year-old can turn his life around Mm -hmm. or even see life differently and, and have a different perspective of their life, And start to feel joy, and teenagers, you know, are aliens. We know this, oh, yes, (laughs) (laughs) exorcism, it's spinning around. I say that in a loving way. (laughs) I've had three (laughs) of them, (laughs) right? But if they are able to tap into that space and nothing in their life changed, but their perceptions, but their paradigms of how they view their world, I can share that with adults. And that's also part of the reason why I'm no longer teaching because I was really called. To, to be on this mission to support people so that if I meet an adult, they have all this power. They can deal with their yeah. children on a regular basis, much more so than I could in a classroom. I was reaching a smaller amount.
0: The trickle down effect. You know, you, you help the adults, they, they start bringing that because children will copy whatever's going on around them. You know they're sponges so if you're bringing a different attitude if you're looking at gratitude as something i'm so grateful for you you know right i'm grateful that we've got this food on the table today even if it's only baked beans and toast i'm grateful that i have you at the table right and you start doing that the kids start doing that and that's the whole thing but it's so often as you said you work with the kids sometimes the kids are strong enough to change the adults but sometimes the adults are just too far gone or just not interested. So now you're working with the adults and it's going to have an opposite effect.
1: Yeah. Ripple out effect. I love that. So Sean Acor is a positive psychologist and he wrote the happiness advantage and he had a client that he shares about on one of his videos. And he says, you know, I had this client who's the owner of a franchise and then he sold the franchise and now he's home and he has nothing to do. And he's like getting he's bored and he's kind of feeling depressed because now he has no purpose. So his wife in her infinite wisdom says, come on, honey, we're going for a walk. So they go for a walk and she said, we're going to talk about what we're grateful for. And he's like, Oh God. So they go for the walk. They talk about what they're grateful for. And then as they, he comes back home and the guy calls Sean and he's like, you know, it was really nice. The walk was lovely, whatever he goes. And as, as physically unfit as I am and how, how challenging it was, he goes. I got to tell you talking about what I'm grateful for was even more challenging. So the next day the wife goes, come on, honey, we're going for a walk and we're going to talk about what we're grateful for. I was like, Okay. So finally at the end of the week, he realizes that he's feeling better. He's mm. feeling more excited. He says, honey, we need to share this with our kids. So they sit at the dinner table and they have a teenager and they have a little one. And of course the little one is gung ho and excited and <laughs> ready to share. And the, the teen is like, ah. So fast forward a couple of weeks and, and the guy gets a call from the father of one of his teen daughter's friends. So father over here is like, do you know what your daughter did at the party the other night? And this guy over here is going, oh my God, all you think is sex, drugs, boys, please, I don't want to know. And the father over here says, no the girls were being really catty with each other at this party and your daughter had every one of them sit down in a circle and say what they liked about each other. Uh, and he says, the energy completely changed. Yes. And the message is the most powerful messages is that we do, we may not understand or we may not see the effects of what we're doing and saying or how we're being in front of our kids, but they're learning from not only what we say, mm-hmm. but they're learning from what we do and they're learning from what we don't do process so yes
0: never under, never underestimate the impact you know it, it, it is monkey see monkey do and this is why we have so many dysfunctional kids because they come from a dysfunctional family and if the family starts to heal then the kids will start to heal and then they will want that healing atmosphere around them and they'll take it into every other aspect of their lives again it just comes back to well i want to know how to feel gratitude but i don't know how Right. And, you, and you've got that muscle training for them on, on how. And, you know, you've got it in the five-week steps. But as I said, week two and three are going to be very, very interesting. <clears throat> and ones that I think will be ongoing in many ways because we have to be mindful of it. Takes eight positives to undo one negative. So every time you have that negative thought. now you have to put eight positives out there to change it because we've got to realize what we're doing is reprogramming, aren't we? And it takes time to reprogram. And so if you stick with it, and you keep nurturing it, and you keep practicing it, not only is it going to become something, you know, that is just first nature to you, you know, it's also going to be something that will have an effect and a resonance with everybody else around you.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So share the price, because it's ridiculously low. You're being surprised.
1: (laughs) So it's $197, but I do have a code for everybody who's watching, and it drops it down to $97. And again, you know, I did it for, I purposefully am doing it for that price because I want people to be able to say yes. Yes. I want people to be able to say, I want this, I need it. It's not going to break the bank and it will give you a space to really start to shift things around for you. And it's, it's almost a no brainer. Like it's five weeks. Plus we have a one-on-one call with me. Plus we have a private Facebook group. Everything is going to be online Everything is gonna be recorded. So once you get the recording, you can listen to that recording for the next 50 years if you choose to. Right. So once you, you'll have five recordings that you get to listen to whenever you need that extra boost or pick me up. And you'll have an online community of people. You'll have people from all over the world. And it's an opportunity to really tap in and start to build that muscle so that you're paying more attention to what works versus all the other stuff. Exactly.
0: So now let's go through all the links. To sign up for this, they go to ww.living slash kickoff 2020. Yes. And the code is Act those just- now. Act now, simple. Act yeah. now. It isn't about think about it. It's about act now. And if you yes. act now, you save a hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's a good reason to act now. And of course your Facebook is Living in Gratitude Today. Your Twitter is your My name. Twi- yep. Which spell your name for people love. V is in Victor,
1: I, S is in Sam, M A Y A underscore Ruben, which is R U B I N. The this boy. Is same as um
0: linkedin and instagram and uh, your pinterest is uh, living in in, uh, living in
1: gratitude. gratitude right and right and um linkedin is this dash ruben not right. the underscore right so
0: the whole point is participate in your own life you know uh yeah yeah i'm grateful you know, no no with that attitude you're not grateful you know it's under actually understanding and it's the same thing as the impact of a smile. What is kindness? What is caring? What is love? It's not to say, well, I love you. You've got to understand the feeling of love, the energy of love. How do you really understand love and how do you step into it? And you can't step into love unless you understand caring, kindness and gratitude because that will show you what love is really all about. And we really don't know how to be grateful for things because Everything in society tells us we're not enough, we don't have enough, and you're utterly miserable and you need this pill, drug, or this or that for it, or you need to go shopping. Instead, you just need to know how you can manage your sorrow, be grateful for what you have, so you can step into a totally different vibration and a totally different frequency. Absolutely. So it's all there, and a ridiculous price, right? So you're saving 100 bucks, folks, by (laughs) signing up with us here today. I suggest that at that price you get the family to do it and the whole family can work on it together. What a wonderful gift that you're giving to each other because now everybody's going through it. Everybody now is paying attention to the words. Oh, I didn't know mm-hmm. that word offended you or I didn't know that word had that negative connotation or I didn't know this, I didn't know that. Now I know you can be your own team and supporting one another. And I would also like to see this in the school's I would also love to see this in government. (laughs) Good luck there.
1: (laughs) You know, and like I said, I was a teacher for 20 years. So I've created programs in schools and, and my kids still will, I still see them on social media Mm -hmm. and it's about consistency. It has to be consistency. And it's like, even with adults, like we forget if we don't go to the gym for a day or two or three, and it's not part of what we love to do. We fall off, and yeah. and that's why we need to be in communities and create these teams of people yeah, to support us, so that when we're mm-hmm. in that space of, uh, I said, okay, so what's the best part of your day today? Like, I have little little games that I play with some of my friends that <clears throat> we're able to pick ourselves up and to able to to just play with each other and bring ourselves back into a space of all right life is pretty cool, you know? Yeah. Let's get back on the horse and, and do what we got to do to take it to the next level. And
0: it's okay to say, what was your challenge today?
1: Absolutely. Right? And
0: then this was my challenge. Okay, what are you grateful for? Having the knowledge to get out of the challenge or face the challenge, right? There Absolutely. It's always, 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 always something to be grateful for. And it doesn't have to be that big, huge monumentous thing. It's oh, the fact that I knew I had the skill, the tool, or the knowledge to attend my uh, face my challenge and that is something to be grateful for right there you know don't give gratitude a bad rap right it is something that we need and when we step into that we see life differently we see ourselves differently we see possibilities and opportunities and creativity we see all that we can be Because we're very grateful for the skills and the tools and the beautiful instrument we are. And we find our wonderful orchestra to join, create a symphony that resonates out to everyone else. And hallelujah, we're all living on a different vibration.
1: I love that. What a beautiful uh, analogy that was. (laughs) But it's up to us.
0: It's up to us. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm aware of it. Uh-uh. If you're saying it that way, you're not. <laughs> you ain't using that muscle, right? There you go. And it's like, if you, you know, your mum, your dad, and, and, and you're getting so stressed out by everybody else's stresses, this is something you need to do because it's something that will help you as, as you was told with that family, trickling down, that now becomes the practice that you integrate into the family. And if you can do it as a family, please do. And especially if you've got teenagers, because as you said, they know everything. You're useless. You're, you know, I, God, honestly. You
1: know? <laughs> and it just it creates a different space for the yes. family. It gives you a space to, to deal with challenges in a different way. You know, my nephew is, is going to be 10 on Monday and they're you know, sometimes they'll say to me, why do you keep asking me what I'm grateful for? But we play gratitude games or we play different games and, if you listen to him talk, when I, sometimes I'll push him a little bit, but then he'll see me doing a live and he's like, can I come on with you? I'm like, of course. And he'll say something and I'm like, "Yep." who are you child? And yes. it, it blows my mind because he gets it, but he gets it because since the time he was two years old, I've been talking right. to him about what he was grateful for. You know, and we, say, we can say things in ways for kids to understand. Right. We don't have to use the word gratitude. We can use words that kids understand. But the power is is that when we start to feel that way, we feel better. And when we feel better, we, our relationships are better, and we're happier, and we're more joyful, and we more impact productive, more people. And more creative,
0: and you know, Absolutely. That, that whole ripple out of good vibrations is out there. Absolutely. You know, the youngest person I've interviewed was 10 who wrote a book, uh, 365 Days of a Positive Attitude," um, positive grat- Gratitude with a Positive Attitude. And all it was, she kept a journal. And it was each day, I'm I'm grateful for this. You know, this happened today, but I'm grateful for that. It's simplistic. And I thought when I interviewed her, I, you know, I'm going to have to change my language. And I was just blown away. And it made me look and go, why do we complicate things as adults? Why can't we look at things through children's eyes? It is or it isn't. What are you going to do about it? What's, you know, how are you going to react to this? Are you going to be grateful for the fact that you can react to this and do something about it? Or are you going to sit back and moan about it? And I think we are the ones that keep loading all this stuff on ourselves and we don't need to. Every solution we have there is actually really quite simple. It's just changing that whole perspective, isn't it? And feeding something different.
1: Absolutely. So
0: I'm grateful for having you on here today. Thank Um, you. I'm thrilled to be here. And, you know, recently did wonderful show on on smiling and on kindness, and it's all a part of that. And if we are grateful for what we can do, for who we really are, we would stop being so unhappy about what we think we should be or, or, you know, what others want us to be because You are your own beautiful, imperfect self. You're your own instrument that we need in this orchestra of life. We don't want the same instrument from everybody. And the way you're going to play your music is going to reach harmonically other people. So step into who you are. Be grateful of all the wonderful imperfections you have, because that's what makes you so beautifully unique. And we've really got to change. We've really got to change our perspective on life, haven't we?
1: We get to change our perspective. Yes. Life. Yes. We get to.
0: And it's up to us. So once again, give us the, the, the site for people to
1: sign up for this and the code. So it's living in gratitude forward slash kick off 2020. And the code is act now. Right.
0: And if you haven't heard it through here, and if you haven't seen it on the blog here in self-discovery media under Choose Positive Living, you're not going to get the benefit of that $100 off. This is a steal. It really is. And it's going to be something that's going to last you a lifetime. And it's going to have a wonderful ripple out effect. It's a gift that you're not only giving to yourself, you're giving to everyone that knows you. So please, just step in and be grateful for the fact that you actually have <laughs> this this gratitude course to take. Because so many people, do, I just don't know how to be grateful. I, I am, but I just don't know how to practice it. You've got and some we're gonna, tools for we're them. Gonna play, yes, we're yeah. going to play
1: with all of that.
0: Yeah, exactly. As I said, week two and three, That's definitely going to be one that uh, I can see being an eye-opener for people. Um, because, yeah, as you spoke, it's still... Something that I know, whoo, uh uh, you raised your head, <laughs> you can go.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and it's being mindful and don't beat yourself up because an old practice came up, just be grateful for the fact that you actually have the tool now to deal with it and go, eh eh, <laughs> delete. <laughs> yep, instead of getting caught up in it. So, Vishmaya, thank you so much for sharing your gratitude here today and bringing this program to us. Please,
1: folks, um, take the program, share the program. When does it start? March 2nd. Every Monday in March, and it starts at 8 p.m. online, Eastern Time, so Miami, New York. Everything will be recorded.
0: 11 o'clock Pacific Time, and it is recorded, so if people can't make that time, they can still sign up and get the recording. Absolutely. So it's eight PM New York. Right. Which
1: would be three hours before Pacific. Five PM.
0: Five PM yes. um um Pacific LA time. Yes. Yes. right and so if you if you could still sign up even if you can't attend it right at that time you'll have the recordings yes. um being a part of the community and just listening to what other people say and go you know gosh that's me too strike up the conversation uh, you're building a community you're building your team right there but as I said do it as a family do it if you're in an office or you've got an entrepreneur and you've got a small team Everyone do it together.
1: That you know, would be it, super powerful. It is
0: only going to strengthen your business. It's only going to strengthen it because we're so trained to look at the problem. And you know, the solution is there. And if you step into the gratitude, you'll always be grateful that you can see the solution, but you can't see it. If you're always feeding the problem.
1: Absolutely. So absolutely. We're going to get you busy girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. I am so excited. Like, mm-hmm. I've been doing the research and putting all the pieces together and putting all the the PowerPoints together. And my heart is like exploding because I cannot wait to deliver the information because it makes a huge difference for me. And I've seen what it does for other people. So...
0: And you play. Know, exactly the best teachers are those that have taken the journey and along the way you've picked up the tools the skills and the knowledge but most importantly the wisdom of how to use that knowledge
1: i'm and still right? on the journey
0: and that's the you know, and your journey will even change from the people that you interact with now and the program will expand from there but we benefit from your journey and that's always the greatest gift so thank you so much for being with us here today
1: my pleasure
0: And to everyone else, remember, gratitude is not just something you take for granted. It's not just a word. It is an act. It's a state of mind. It is a perspective. It is something you need to feed. It is a muscle. And when you live in that state of gratitude and you always look at where the possibilities are, not where the problems are, you will just see your life lighten up everything about you, lighten up, and it will lighten up the people around you. And you'll start seeing that clarity. That's in front of you so much more clearly. So find something to be grateful for today. Until next time, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. To find many more shows of inspiration, please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com, podcasts, and you will see an array of shows to choose from. Please do visit www.discoveringcommunities.org and see what else that we have in store for you. Do enjoy our next show.